Finally. 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 Sean has come back. Home. This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, leading the league in podcasting entertainment. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. I am Sean Anderson, Most Valuable Podcast, and today I'm finally back, and I couldn't be more excited to be back with Ricky Woodmer. What's up, what's up? Where's the energy, man? Come on. Well, I I needed the, what's up, what's up? Yeah, that's what I I needed the stone cold, like glass shattering behind me. I just, I, I usually, when you're like, what's up, what's up? Like really douchey. It's like, that gets me, that gets me going. That's well, like my, maybe I that's didn't like want, my Maybe click. I wanted to take the wind out of your sails, Mr. Uh, I, Dwayne. I think, I think it's more that you're just saltier on the other side of the table here. Oh, I, I think I'm fine on this side of the table, actually. I don't know. I kind of prefer you on this side of the table rather than that side of that's the table. That's right, Dave. Dave Oster's here as well. Bring back the We Agree podcast. Back again. And we don't have to deal with the what's up, what's up nation. And also, Commander yeah, do. and Chiefer doesn't make any sense. Commander in Chief makes all yeah, the but sense it's not. In the world. It's not. It, it's not at the helm anymore. It's. It, it, we're back to the fast break. It's the podcast. Commander in Chiefers. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Commander in Chief. You know, one calls the Commander. You know, one calls the President the Commander in Chiefer. George Bush did. He's a moron. Anyways, so? <laughs> we're back. To Your the point being what? We are. Back. Have you seen the two we got going right now? We are back <laughs> on the regular fast break podcast. I am Sean Anderson alongside me is Ricky and Dave, like I already said, and we are previewing the Central Division in the NBA. We got the. You mean we're talking Bulls? Yeah, well, I was going to try to say like there we got are the, other teams in the Central Division as much there? as we want to. Are there? the NBA champions, the Cleveland Cavaliers, the Indiana Pacers, the Detroit Pistons, the Milwaukee Bucks? They're all champions. Well, no, the. The Cavs first are. one was. The Cavs are. <laughs> Anyways. But let's be honest. We know, what we're, teams there. We know what we're talking about first because we got the two. We got the, you, you guys are fans of the Bulls. So we're going we're gonna to jump into the I'll Bulls, the Bulls. Bulls for, first. And then we're going we to go uh, and wrap up the podcast with co- our team rankings because we did the point guard rankings, shooting guard rankings, small forward rankings, power forward rankings, center ranking. I wasn't here for the six man or the coaches. We had we rankings put, rankings. We have rankings rankings and we put them all together. And uh, compiled them to see which team, statistically in our power rankings, is the better team. So we'll get I to that. Who's at the top. And of course, that's according to <laughs> my real GM. Yes, that is according to myrealgm.com. If you have a problem, go to myrealgm.com. But anyways, let's jump into the Bulls talk first because we know that's what we're talking about, guys. I mean, mm-hmm. even when you guys try to talk six man, you still talk. This shit's cancer. Yeah, like I think we can all admit it. Like, I don't think it's cancer. I think it's great. Homers Cancer's are homers, enough great. said, but uh, no, really. I mean, it's it's uh, the Central Division. We all want to talk Bulls. We're all excited for this year, and uh, I, I look forward to watching this dumpster fire. Are we all excited, or am I excited? Because every time we talk Bulls, I feel like it's I'm excited, and everyone else is See, depressed. You, the problem is your expectations. I expect this team to be terrible, so I'm just going to you know enjoy the ride. But how terrible? I'm talking... Bad. I think we can make the playoffs. You can make the playoffs, but bad. Like, am I expecting us to go fucking championship and win, break the record that the Warriors just did? No. Well, you'd I be mean, a moron but if we can expect them. Clearly, we can, we're the greatest team on paper. Well, yeah, we are. But I mean, on paper, I, I without think, injuries, and can, without offense. I think we can make the playoffs easily. Easily. Now, that's an interesting thing, because there are four other teams in this division who all technically have a chance. And There's... I want to say three of them ahead of us, clearly. Clearly, the Bucks are up and coming, and if they could assemble around Giannis properly, mm-hmm. like they're they're definitely a threat. It's Team Wingspan, yeah, Team Wingspan over there. Uh, I totally think that 
They're not there yet, though. I think the Bulls will hold them off, but I don't really see us. I mean, last year we went 42-40. and 40. This year we'll probably be right around that same mark. Cause I, don't, I don't really see a vast improvement. I believe in our, in our Southeast rankings when I was here, I think we had two teams there. There's pretty much three teams locked in for the Central that we'll mm-hmm. get to later that are locked in. And then we have the Nets who are comp- competitive, Celtics. <laughs> the, the you Nets, just said the, the Nets. Are, you've been, you've oh, been away Knicks. for too I'm long. I'm sorry, the Knicks. You've See, been I'm away for way the too Knicks. long. I'm sorry, the Knicks. The, other the team Knicks, from New York. wow. The Knicks are competitive. Woo. The Celtics are obviously competitive. And the Raptors are competitive. So there's a lot well, of teams here. The, you mean the Knicks are competitive Until in 2011? Until they get injured. But I think the Knicks and the Bulls suffer from the same problems. We're both looking at teams that have some veteran guys. Guys who have seen their pet, who have seen their best days behind them, mm. and now we're just kind of hoping for the best. We're hoping that they stay healthy. We're hoping that they can contribute at a major level still. And I think it's question marks for both these teams. But the biggest thing the Bulls don't have to deal with, and I know everyone's going to say, "Well, yeah, that's it." Everyone's going to be like, "Well, it doesn't matter." We don't have to deal with all season. Is this Jimmy's team? Because guess what? It doesn't matter whose fucking team it is, but sure, it's Jimmy's team now. But is it Jimmy's team? Hey, it might yeah, be Rondo's is. team. Rondo's yeah, apparently is. showing up people in practice. Rondo said it day one. You know what? It's Jimmy's team. But it's Dwayne Wade's city. Because really, it's a... He's running it. Thing about that, though, did you hear what he said? No, no. Where he said the first game, he wants his introduction to say, from Chicago, Illinois, because it's just going to sound nice. I can't wait to hear it. That's that's From awesome. Chicago, I think- Illinois... Dwayne, or do you go Dwayne Wade, or just go D Wade? Dwayne Wade, you, you, go you Dwayne. got a full name. I think you go D Wade. Is, is our Dwayne on the other side of the table here? Uh, they, they never did MJ. They never yeah. did. They never was like number twenty three MJ. They always said oh, Michael yeah, Jordan. But that was, that, that, was that oh was, man. You can't you Michael. can't take away Michael Jordan. Well, that's the thing. You can't take away the full name. The full name makes it. Yeah. D Wade's a nickname because like it's like when they put the nickname. They don't. The back they don't of the jersey, announce it. KD. It you know. Yeah. I mean, the thing, though, about the Bulls is why are you so excited about this team? Because you, you, you say you're the only one that's excited. Mm-hmm. I'm not excited because well, I'm not a Bulls fan. And where where's the shooting going to come from? Because we keep bringing there, this there up. There are clear flaws with this team. I just feel like, like defense. Like we take yeah, offense, coaching, perimeter shooting, bench. Hoiberg's not terrible. And <laughs> he's, not, he's, not, he's, not he's not the best coach. He's no Steve Kerr, but he's not terrible. I'd rather have him over... I don't know, Atkinson in uh, Brooklyn. Kenny Atkinson hasn't or, done anything. Well, so I, you don't know what Kenny Atkins, Atkinson can bring. Do you think he's going to do anything in Brooklyn? Do you know he's going to do anything? Is is Kenny Atkinson a bad Come coach on. because of the team around him? Come on. Now, remember, uh, we all had Hoiberg about 23-22 in our rankings. And where so. do we have Atkinson? Atkinson's right there because at the yeah. because he's at a, yeah. because he's he on did. a bad team and he's a new coach. We haven't seen anything. We've seen what Hoiberg can do, and Hoiberg, Hoiberg didn't impress so that far much. Hasn't yeah, but okay. Here's put the a print on this here's, team. here's the thing about Hoiberg. He came into a shit show, which was basically you gave a first year head coach coming right out of college that much drama. Now I want to see you deal with that because I could fucking deal with it. But good coaches well, deal with the it. The problem is he didn't make himself. A respectable guy in the locker Like day one, well, he should have walked in and be like, "Hey, this is how this shit's gonna run." And you gotta, and like, you need to respect me. And you because learn I'm your these coach. things, but, but you gotta he look. At, he came from college. They walked out all over him. He came from college, which is a total different mentality. Where the kids in college look up to you already, whereas right. in the NBA they don't. And I'm not gonna after one season go get him out of town because he came in and 
Because he didn't you establish could, his presence. Yeah, and oh. Now he can take that and change into year two and say, okay, these Wait, are things I need to okay, do Okay, hold on. But I don't, I don't want to directly compare these guys because obviously one had a better team. But, I mean, Billy Donovan, he did sign with the Magic, but he never actually coached the Magic. Oh, he Billy stepped Donovan right out of college. Was, Billy Donovan, though, is like one of those rare breeds where it's like you knew right away this guy could coach in the NBA. Okay. Whereas Hoiberg's like uh, – He's kind of he's not as good as Billy Donovan. That's but, what I'm gonna say. But even I'm not if, gonna try to compare him. Billy Donovan was in the middle of a pack. There's a reason for Hoiberg is below. Billy Donovan, like it was. But I don't want to say he didn't deal with drama, but it yeah. was a different drama. And fair enough. But this year he has different kind of drama. You have a player in Rondo who is a veteran, but who has knowingly and publicly quit on his team previously. You have a guy in Dwayne Wade who is very vocal with the media. You have Jimmy, who clearly doesn't watch his comments in the media. He will just say whatever works. So, well, and that's I don't know why if, I, I don't think... know if he's really like you're like. Oh no, he can come in this year and be like, I'm I'm the guy. Respect me after you let Rose and well, uh, Jimmy walk over him last and year. Say mm. like a complete 180. But, but I, I think, think he needs Hoiberg, to keep a tight grip on well, this team because I, they can get away from him real quick. I think Hoiberg's going to come in and he knows what didn't work last year. And any coach has to come into the next year saying, well, what didn't work last year? I got to change this or modify this, adapt or die, basically. Absolutely. I think this team, though, like you say with Jimmy Butler, oh, he doesn't watch what he says in the media. I think that this team can basically say, D-Wade can come up. You said he's very vocal with the media. D-Wade goes, guys, I'm the media guy. Let me do it. Jimmy, you just worry about playing. Rondo, this is your role. I think these guys can work together. Am so I it saying kind of sounds like D-Wade. It's D-Wade's team, the way you're saying that. D-Wade is the spo- He's the politician, I would say, of the Bulls. I mean, you look at his Snapchat, and it's like everything is like, wow, you love this guy. He's trying to win, o- like winning over the fans, saying the right thing in the media. Uh-huh. He's the politician of this Bulls team. Jimmy, all he's got to do to me, go out there and play. Leader of this team. Can lead him on the floor. So you're talking more lead on the floor. Yeah. And you want D-Wade to lead the rock locker room. Yeah. Well, he's, well, the, well, vet- well, he's the veteran presence Joe in Kim that Noah and Derek Rose were two veterans right there. What uh, happened with them? So you think that Derek Rose... Well, Joe, Joe's a different side. Joe was fed up with the injury and not playing as much, and Hoiberg not using him because he wanted to come back, but he was injured. But he was Derek, a locker room guy. Derek Rose... Do you think he's as mature as D-Wade? D- do you not remember the problems that the big three had right away? They couldn't put that aside right away. They yeah, had to get right, it over and grow. They lost to the Mavericks because of it. Right away. And D-Wade It took is, him a year. Yeah, but D-Wade, how old was he then? How old was he then? Uh, he four wasn't years younger. Four years he younger, wasn't, so 31. You think D-Wade's going to come into this situation and do the same thing when it's... We just talked about it. I just said it with Is Hoiberg. this a farewell tour for him? I mean, he, he doesn't no, have that it, many knees. Not many knees. Not many knees. He doesn't have good knees. <laughs> well nobody said, nobody said anything about a farewell tour. I look I at am. it as D-Wade... That, that's what he's... D-Wade yeah. can take what he's experienced in past years and be that guy to say, hey... I went through these problems, like in that situation. I went through these problems in Miami, and I, if I'm a guy on that team, I kind of look up to D Wade in the locker room because he's the veteran presence. He's been around the league. Okay, he's done his due. Joe, Joe, and Derrick Rose were both in Chicago for what eight plus, not eight plus years, but like their entire career around, yeah, around until, eight or seven or six ago. years. Yeah. They were they were there. They knew the system. They knew everything. They were fan favorites. Why couldn't they be that? Why couldn't Jimmy Butler look Joe, up to guys that they he played with for about well, three I, years before all this happened? Joe was a guy. I have no problem with Joe. 
However, at the end, things got kind of sour because the in, like I said, the injury and he wasn't playing and he got salty because of that. Derrick Rose, this whole like ever since the knee injury and ever since his brother had been getting into his head, he's not a guy that I want leading this team. A guy who says, hey, you know what? I might take off playoff games because I got to think about that next contract. Get the fuck out of here. If you're going to make the playoffs, you're going to fight for this team. I don't want you sitting there going, well, I, I got to think about, I got to think about my knees, think about that next contract. That wasn't that next offseason. It was two offseasons from that. Pau Gasol dealt with Kobe. He, he had to go through some locker room troubles. He worked with Phil Jackson. He was 38 years old when he came to this team. Why couldn't he be that team leader? What's different about Dwayne Wade than Paul Gasol? Just because he's from Chicago and you like him more? No, because I think, I think Paul wasn't a guy to step in and be, like, if we're talking Kobe, Coming into any team, Paul's been a two man his a entire guy, career. Yeah, he's, yeah. In the, he's been player. the number two. Whereas, like a LeBron, a Kobe, well, D Wade's been a complimentary person since he transitioned to it both. recently. He's been both under when he was at Shaq. He was the guy where Shaq came in and said, "Hey, you know what? This is your team." He's doing the same thing with Jimmy. Basically, coming in. Being that Shaq guy when Shaq came into Miami, not saying we're going to win any championships yeah. like that Heat team did. Yeah, but he can the do diesel. the same thing to Jimmy. We'll see. We'll, we'll definitely see. I, 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 I don't think Hoiberg's the right answer, coach. But then again, he's let's only see, had one year. Let's he's only see had, year two, guys. That's what Come I just on. said. That's what I just said. Now, I know, is that he I just know. had? Just, it gets me riled up though that people are like, get him out after one year. What's your realistic expectations for this team? Seventh or eighth seed. And what record? Right, or maybe around the same where we're at. Maybe forty-four wins. So f- around five hundred is what you're thinking. Do you think Just that's a successful a year in, for year two? Uh, What's a successful happy. year for Hoiberg? Um, Making make the, the play? playoffs. That's it? Yeah, make the playoffs. I because mean, you think about it this way, and I've said it before. Rondo, you can hate that he's here. He's gone after this year. The way they, When I heard how they worked his contract and said basically they can cut him at the end of this year, I looked at that as he's a one-year guy. Dave, looking at this, realistically, how would the Bulls make the playoffs? Because... Looking at this, this mm-hmm. team doesn't have that much of a dynamic offense. You can say that they have scores, but I don't know if they're a dynamic offense because where's the shooting going to come from? And, you know, you bring in Rondo. Rondo's not that great defensively. He can get you steals, but he's not that great defensively. He ends up overextending himself, going for those steals, and letting guys blow past him. And D-Wade's Fair old. Enough. D-Wade doesn't have the same agility he does and isn't, isn't that great of a defender. You do have Jimmy, and you do have uh not you have Robin Lopez down low, who's not, low. not a great defender, but he's a bad defender in, in any he, means. He's, he's an average center in the NBA. Good. How how is this team realistically going to make it? To the we we have to. I asked Dave. We, well, we have to see the young guys step up. That's all I was going to say. Okay. I mean, it's a fair point. I mean, it's it's year two for Bobby Portis. It's year two for uh, Marotic, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it it's really going to come down to. Can they continue to develop? We didn't see a whole lot of... We wa- we watched uh, Nikolai go hot and cold last year. And I mean, in extreme cases, he went like, I'm going to shoot five for five from three, and then we'll be 0 for 7 the next three games. Like, it was extreme hope, and then just slap it out of the ground and just, okay, never mind, that's who this guy is, maybe. So we have to see some further development there. I My breakout player that I'm hoping for is WB. Dougie McBuckets. I think he's got a chance to do it this year. I think he'll have a lot more opportunities that are wide open shots due to this penetrating offense. A lot of guys who drive the lane and Jimmy continue to develop his outside shot. Well, and another thing is, I know Sean mentioned it earlier, where's the shooting? Dougie and Marodic have to be that shooting. But they're not going to be in your starting lineup. 
Yeah, no. but they can still be but in there as the shooters. The, the Bulls can get there with depth, and that's something we've done in the past, and obviously we did it in the past with the assistance of top-tier defense, and we don't have that anymore. Mm-hmm. We're going to be relying a lot on players going off. We're going to need games from Jimmy, games from Dwayne, games from Rondo, where they put up phenomenal numbers like they used to. And thankfully, I mean, between the three of them, they can kind of take their turns you know, who's going to carry the team each night of the week, mm-hmm. which is nice because we did see a little bit out of that with Gasol sharing the load last year with Jimmy, and, you know, they would kind of split that. Um, so I'm happy that they have more options this year. But, again, if Dwayne plays 65 games, I'll be happy. I'll, I'll be honest. Like, six, six, 65, mm-hmm. it seems like a lot. So that's my number for him. That That's the make-or-break point. And this team is totally capable of going to the playoffs. But, like I said, you're reliant on old players who – completely are like it's so it's solo performances is what's going to win this because we don't have a great system for our offense we don't have a, a whole lot of teamwork because we just brought in new pieces across the board so it's bench mob and it's solo performances which is going to lead to a lot of interesting fourth quarters and a little bit more hero ball than i think we like to see but there's still a, a very good opportunity for them to make the playoffs i just i don't want to say it yet because I think they're going to crash and burn. I see, we're not at the final final predictions yet, right? What would you want? I mean, I don't think we're going to crash and burn. But yet again, you can say, "Well, Ricky, you're a Bulls fan. Of course, you're going to have a little optimism going into the season." Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the only thing, like I see with this team, though, is like Dave says, "Oh, sixty some games out of D Wade would be great." Well, if D Wade has to sit a few games, I'm. It's weird to say confident because. He's obviously, like, he's not a finished product. He's not like a Ben Simmons coming into the league. But with Denzel, he's the guy eventually that you want to kind of mold this year. At first, I thought you were saying D Wade wasn't a finished product. Yeah, D Wade's not a finished No, I'm talking about Denzel. We haven't seen the peak. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Like, my two big goals let's say, like, leaving finishing standings out of the way, Mm. the biggest success for this team would be if Denzel develops into a guy where I'm like, okay, he's a starter moving forward and a solid number two to Jimmy for the future. And three, Bobby, being in year two, basically taking that starting role so we can trade Taj at the trade deadline. Two great points, like two great moves, like developing wise too, that I'd be like, great, I'd love it. Look, the one thing that I do want to see from this team, weirdly enough, it's under the radar. It's that synergy we saw between Bobby Porters and uh, Felicio. Like Mm -hmm. that was awesome to watch in summer league. They had a pick-and-roll game between two bigger guys. It was smooth as butter. Like I think that he's going to get a little bit more playing time with Rolo at center. So I'm well, excited. Rolo's not going to be able to play every single minute every exactly. game Exactly. I'm excited. <laughs> Maybe have that like line system where Taj and Rolo are out there and then I think, Bobby I think and Felicio our, come out. I think our B team is going to be interesting. I don't like Jerry and Grant, though. Like, I'm sorry. Just blatant honesty. I'm sorry. Hey, I, I have fond memories of him at Notre well, Dame. And that would be the thing. Maybe middle of the season, like I said, when eventually – in my mind, Bobby Portis kind of overtakes mm-hmm. Taj. Maybe we can trade Taj for a point guard or somebody to help this team, or even picks. And one thing picks. I want to say is, I'm not saying the Bulls aren't not are, aren't not are not going to make the playoffs. I'm saying they're definitely in contention. I'm just yeah. I'm just saying the East. There's a lot of teams going for those eight spots. There is, and there's a lot to worry about. This Bulls team. There's a lot to be excited. How low for are as the well. heat? How low are the heat yeah. going to fall? Yeah, no, totally. And, wow. and there's there's a, there's a lot. Are the Hawks going to take a little bit of Chris Bosh? Chris Bosch. Uh, sad news. Poor He's guy. coming back, apparently. Apparently, there, no team can make uh, the opinion, as he told the underrounded.com. No, no one team, pardon me. Well, well, let's 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 wrap up this Bulls talk before we get in, into other stuff. And, and the, the last thing is, Bulls make the playoff if 
uh, an X, um, X player gets in there. So, like, what player are you looking forward to stepping up and, and, and being this guy? So, is it Dougie McBuckets being a great guy off the bench? Is it D Wade being this leader? Bulls make the playoffs if X happens. What is it? If Jimmy Butler takes over. We need Jimmy Dominance. Uh, I'm going to say D Wade shows flashes of uh, last year's playoffs. I'm th- I'm going I'm to say it's all on Fred Hoiberg. He's got to manage this, and he's, got, and he's and he's got to get these guys uh, working because I mean you got three guys who make their money driving to the lane. You got to get some some you know unity going on where where this works. But let's move on to the other part of the Central Division. And, there and guys, are other teams in the Central. There's the NBA. I didn't know. There's the NBA champions and the Cleveland Cavaliers. There's some guy named LeBron. I don't know if you guys heard of him. Uh, oh, you mean the you mean the guys who keep watching games. Game seven over and over. LeBron? Apparently, that's something the Cavs do. Is they're just watching Game Seven. Do you blame them? Yeah. Why well, they? Living in the if, past, man. If I was, was a great Kyrie game. Irving, I would have that final <laughs> shot playing on a loop in my house. That was a great game. I love Every that game. TV in the house looping that shot. <laughs> that's just it. You walk in, it's right in front of your. It's face. already there. Might have been my favorite game of all time, right, Ricky? I think, I think oh, you have fond no, memories of that like, game. You guys, you, I think you guys excited me just listening to your <laughs> my favorite shit show. My favorite game of all time has. Gotta be Jordan's last championship. Well, that's a I was of all time. saying it's sarcasm since we fought so much over no, that. I game. know, but I mean that's that was a heated like, rivalry can't, can't between be Sean in. and Ricky. You can't be coming in. Cavs. I mean, not really realistic expectations because realistic expectations. I mean, these guys have the ceiling. Really, I mean, you're, they're another fifty plus win season. They're likely going to be a one or two seed in the East. Uh, I can mean, just a, can just ignore them till the playoffs. Well, is They're there on any, cruise control. Yeah, is just there, ignore them till the playoffs. Is there anything about this team that we need to touch on that that, that might be worrisome? Because J.R. Smith, looking at this, that's that's what that's I was going to bring that's up. That's the only is that thing they he's haven't not signed there. him yet. Yeah, they haven't signed <laughs> him yet. <laughs> there. Do you? Would you Don't feel, know if he's got a shirt on either. W- would you feel Never. comfortable having him be your starting uh, or Shumpert being your starting shooting guard? No, I wouldn't. He wasn't awful. Okay, in the finals, yeah, but that's the thing. Like isolating one series. Isolating one series is different than on, an entire season. Come on, man. It's Dante Jones. Anyways. Uh, so, <laughs> like, like I said, isolating one wow. se- one series is different than an entire season. I, th- I think my biggest problem with them was their reliance on uh, Richard Jefferson in the playoffs. And if Mike Dunleavy is going to come in and fill that role, I don't know. Dunleavy was in Chicago. He's one of those guys where you hate him when you're playing against him. But when mm-hmm. he's on your team, he's fantastic. Cause oh, I hate Dunleavy. He'll, he'll do whatever it takes. Dunleavy. The man I, does what it takes to get the job done. I will say he does look slick in a Cavs uni, though. Looks Ugh. way better than Del Vadova. I, I got to say one thing. The Cavs just unis in general are very slick. So, I mean. Mm, let's not get ahead of themselves. Expectations for the, the Cavs. The Sean Kemp blues are where it's at. Expectations for the Cavs. Yep. Really, and this is what I'm thinking. The the Elo jerseys are the best one. The white ones with the just because you have <laughs> expectations for Especially the Cavs. When people are shooting oh over. My them. God, expectation for the Cavs. Uh, Still fucking finals. Number one, number one seed in the East. Let's we go, don't. Let's go, Cavs Warriors. We don't need to talk about this Third that time. much. I let's, mean, come on. Are you guys not predicting K Felder's Rookie of the Year? Ricky would love that. Ricky loves K. I do. You, Coming out of Oakland. You, you, you love that plug. Mm-hmm. Uh, No, I do. And, it, like, you need that guy behind um, Kyrie to be your kind of main— because that's the one thing. It's like, who's the bad— like, Del Vadova, yeah, he was a backup, but I'm kind of glad he's off this team, and I think Mo this Williams team has been around is going to be— ever. Yeah, but he's old. That's, that's what I'm saying. He's, he's been around forever. Uh, he's 33. He, he was— He was. going to be 34 months. He 52 he points. He was young. Okay, that was awesome. That was he awesome. was young when LeBron was in his first stint <laughs> yeah. in Cleveland. Yeah. But, I mean, with this team, it's like— Like, the way I see this season going overall is just a— Kind of like in UFC where we want to see McGregor-Diaz 3. Let's just see Warriors-Cavs. 
just round One three, the tiebreaker. It's hard to it's hard to argue, and it's it's hard to like say anything bad about them because they didn't. I mean, really, it's the J.R. Smith thing that's only the uh, the, the, the that's only really worrying. Yeah, they they me, made but. the right moves in the offseason so far. I've no reason to doubt them. Yeah, as long as LeBron continues to coach this team into the playoffs, <laughs> we won't have any problems. And if they bring back Jr., that's definitely going to help their chances. Let's move on to a team that made a lot of moves and that might be moving up from the seventh seed. That's the Indiana Pacers. You got Paul George now. You got Al Jefferson. You got Thad Young. What is what is really you know you know the, the expectations for this Pacers team, especially now that Frank Vogel's not the head coach? I was gonna say that was the best move, getting rid of Vogel. I think it should have been done. Even though ago. I think he's like a top ten coach in your well, head. It was one of those things where eventually he just wasn't right for Indiana. Message doesn't carry anymore. It's the same reason that uh, Doc had to leave town. Mm-hmm. I mean, at, at a given point, when you cycle through enough players and the results don't change, you need a new message. You need a new system. Even if it's you can have the deepest attachment, but it doesn't matter because. The, no progress is being made, mm-hmm. and I think this team is—they're all in. This, this is—we're supporting Paul George to the best of our abilities. We're going for a championship. I think Paul George is looking for a championship. He thinks he can take on LeBron one on one, which I would be excited to see because they had some thrilling matchups when they go against each other, and they really play up to each other. Al Jefferson, huge addition. Uh, the guy's stat line doesn't speak enough for what his impact on the court mm-hmm. is. Uh, so I'll be excited, but I mean, it's like, look, I love Miles Turner, young guy. He He's absolutely guy impressed everybody. Uh, and Al Jefferson kind of biting at the heels as that veteran guy. So we'll see if they they kind of trade off minutes. But uh, no, they 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 improved across the board. There's nothing bad you can say about this team. If you said to Other me, than, I guess teamwork, they need to build. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, I feel like Nate McMillan, see what he could do. Well, and the coach that you brought in. Two things I like about that. One, he. You're not going to change the system because he was an assistant last year. And number two, this is a guy who has had head coaching experience when he, I believe he was with the Trailblazers years ago. Yep. But this year, I don't think you'd be st- – like, I would not call you stupid if you said right now – Cavs Pacers Eastern Conference Finals. That's what I was going to ask. Was that is this team the now the second best team in the East? I think we had this conversation. I don't, I don't think they're the a second while, best because but, I still think the Raptors are good. But that's what I was going to say. Is is it Maybe now third. not the know. Raptors team that can are, are are the Pacers the biggest threat to the Cavs? That's what I want to ask you. Yes in or no? A, just in because a best of seven series, yes. Just because of Paul George? Is it really just because you, you I only think ha- it's just the pieces Paul, they've had? Paul in George matches up well with LeBron James, but when you take it next, it's okay. So you look at your number two on each team. You have Kyrie Irving versus Teague. Obviously, different play styles. Kyrie is a big shot mm-hmm. guy now. Jeff Teague, very savvy with a pick and roll game, can get other guys involved. Uh, then you go shooting guard. Look. Monta Ellis is a step up over Jr. Jr. can get hot when he gets hot, but mm-hmm. the rest of the time he's just he's he's good. As as solo players, I agree, but I think Jr. fits so well with the Cavs, and we haven't really seen Monta gel with the Pacers yet because he wasn't that great in no, his first year. I feel like he uh, just kind of filled in some dead space. I got you. But uh, I was no, going to say Thad he's young, the weakest though. link right now in that but, starting. But Thad five. Young comes in town. He's been in the league. He's been a, on <laughs> he's multiple been on a teams. shitty team the last year. Yeah, the Nets weren't uh, exactly years, great yeah. for you. But look. He is very effective in his role. He soaks up boards still. He gets you some points down low. And I honestly think like this is a team that not only is their front five good, they've got depth, they've got younger guys, so if they mm-hmm. can come up, they can surprise you. I'm really excited to see this matchup, and I think they it, it's probably two or three. That's that's my spot for them. And, and talking about young teams here too, Detroit Pistons, man. I mean, they oh, they that's... got smoked by the Cavs right in, in the round one, but again, they're playing the Cavs here. You saw the hope. 
we did see the hope, and we did see the, the Pistons play them tight in in, in most yeah. of those games. Can I make a comparison about the Pistons? Yeah, go ahead. I, I think that this Pistons... Which Bulls year are we comparing it to? No, not the Bulls. I'm comparing <laughs> it can... to a team in the NFL. Oh, okay. um, you could do that. This Pistons team, I know it's new here for the fast break. We're just breaking news left and right. But, not talking... Uh, I'm, uh, I'm comparing this Pistons team to this year's Oakland Raider team and the fact that I mean, I, I, I love the quote after week one when Jack Del Rio said it. He goes, last year we learned to compete. This year's the year when we learned to win. That's going to be this Piston team. How long well is that year, working for the Raiders? Last though? year, they're not bad. They've only lost Black one Jack game. Del Rio. One of the worst defense in the NFL, though. This is an can, NFL podcast. They can, they can still pick it up. Right. But to go to, the, go to the Pistons now, I feel like last year, especially in that first round series, was they learned to compete. This is the year where are they going to be a top seed? Probably not. I wouldn't be surprised if they were six through eight. But I, like I would a say so- more middle of the pack, but, but yeah, okay. but a solid six through eight. I'm not saying oh. like they're like any weaklings going on, but this is going to be the year where they learn to win closer games, win those important games but in the season. Do you feel like they got better or worse this off season? Well, better. Without I think a, they got better too, without, without a doubt. So, I mean, so why why are we holding them down to six through eight? Because I just I'm think not. like the only thing with me, I think that there's like I look at the we've had this conversation before. I look oh, at the I playoff know. teams from last year, and it's like who's gonna fall out? You got to break all logical and emotional attachments. I That's think, what I, I, think, I go fresh. I think the Heat fall out. I after everything that happened, I think the Heat fall out. Yep. The Hawks, I'm unsure about because yes, they have a good head coach. Yes, Dwight Howard comes in, but you lose Dwight. Al Horford, you lose Teague. Yeah, I know you still have Schroeder. I mean, the Celtics, I think will be good. The Hornets, I'm kind of eh about like they're a mystery to me, but I'm not ready to say they'll so fall then out. You're positive the Pistons are a playoff team. Yeah. Then Pistons. why can't they be higher than six? Because because they form a fucking wall. <laughs> and the words of Stan Van. Thanks, Stan Van. <laughs> no, I think at the end of it, I think that the Pistons are going to be the sixth seed with maybe the Bulls and then either I want to say the Bulls and the Wizards get in this I th- year. I think I think high expectations if for Pistons would be healthy. would be third seed. I think low expectations would be six. I think they're going to finish yeah. between fourth or fifth. I, I love I love they've got how a ton young of talent across is. the board. And yeah, yeah it, the big thing is if on. Andre Drummond needs his free throws. Mm, that's a miracle. <laughs> I, and I know. It's like asking. When will he go to underhand? Never. Please. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see what... We'll, we'll, like, Stan Van never did it with Dwight. Dwight couldn't do it. But look, if if you could go from a first round and out to a NBA Eastern Conference Finals by him shooting underhanded free throws, I mean, is it not worth the harassment? Is it... Uh, if he's still putting up like 20... To a, to a game, he could mm-hmm. he could shoot like fifty, fifteen percent from the free throw line. I don't think it matters <laughs> but it that much. Kills them. Oh, it does. But as long as they're winning games, Dave. Hey, Shaq. Shaq couldn't make it either. Shaq was one of the greatest players of all time. That's why they're smart and brought in uh, Bogdanovich. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mark. I can't even say his name. Boban. Boban. I just think ears. To yeah. be honest, like I it's Boban, Bojan. I know they're different guys. Don't harass me about it, please. There's like seven different guys with that name. <laughs> in the NBA now. But to one thing, yeah. I will say, going back to like you say, the fifth seed, I will say, isn't too crazy because for sure the four teams I've had of them: Cavs, duh, Raptors, Celtics, Pacers. Can we agree that those would probably be a good top four? Not in any order. Not, I'm not saying no. a specific order. Uh, not crazy at all. Uh, I would say high expectations uh, for the Pistons if they if they hit three is because the Pacers don't gel right away. Yeah, and but, I, but mean, I think talent wise, those are the top four. I mean, the they, only, they were literally a game apart last year. The think about only that. thing yeah. about your um, 
But look at what the fucking Pacers added, what we just talked about, all the pieces they added. But those are all new guys that, like Sean said, if they don't gel right off the bat, you could have some issues. Pistons Meanwhile, get the Pistons, older. they're like growing a as a team. Wine. They And they only added Ish Smith. Uh, let me go back Your to boy. the boy. Then I'm going to backtrack a bit. The better question would be, yeah. do you think the Pacers are going to take a like, – how long do you think they're going to take to gel? I, I don't think, think it's going to be too long. I, well, yeah, no, but that's that's I why Paul, I said – I think Paul George is going to have this team ready to go. I think – well, that's why I said high expectations is a third seed because the yeah. Pacers don't gel. And then I think – but I think mostly they're going to go four or five because mm-hmm. maybe maybe the Celtics – you know, maybe Isaiah Thomas can't bring that magic mm-hmm. and, and, and they fall down a little. But, but I think realistically they're four. Five. With the Pistons, though, the only thing keeping them out of a potential five seed is the Hawks. Like, what What are we going to see from the Hawks? Like, are they going to be a but five seed seen, or are they going to be a dropout or below? But what we've seen from the Pistons is just this team's so young. And, and what they did with, with that with that youth. I mean, they looked good against the Cavs. They, they lost every game, but they looked good against the yeah, Cavs. Yeah, that was honestly one of the best series that was over in no time. That any, mm-hmm. Yeah, and that anyone played against the Cavs that year outside of the Warriors. I think they probably did a better job than the Raptors outside of the two games the, the Cavs lost. I mean, honestly, I didn't feel threatened that you know the the, the Raptors were going to win that series, but the, the the Pistons gave Cleveland trouble, and that that's that's one thing that you were just hoping they'd win one game, and they were close. I was, they yeah. were really hope, close. You were just hoping, but the big thing that we got to see from this team is obviously KCP Caldwell Pope. Needs to stay healthy. Needs to play more games. Just like we talked about when we ranked the shooting and, and I also want to see Tobias Harris kind of step into that third guy. Because we saw him after he got traded over to the Pistons. And he looked good. Yeah. He looked really <laughs> he lit it up. damn good. And if he can be that third guy on a consistent night basis, this team's going to be so good. You got Reggie, Drummond, and Tobias Harris. And then obviously KCP, like you said. I mean, there's so many guys on the team. Stan John, too. What are your expectations for Henry Ellison? Because right now it's Man. limited playing time, but he does have... like. I think he can eventually take Lewis' job for backup. Bread. Yeah, he's a ba- he's a backup. He's a backup this year. Well, it's because like, you got Marcus Morris. I, I think it's a couple. I think it's like three years until he gets gets Sorry, until dude. until Morris probably his contract is up. I think that's, that's <laughs> pretty much when, that's the timeline. Yeah, I think I think Allison's because because with his defense being so bad. Um, and his, his, his shooting, Bad. his shooting isn't awful. Uh, you no, you want to you, you see him hit, hit a little more consistently from outside, but I think I think Ellison can definitely be a, a piece to this team, and, and especially a young piece when these guys do get older. So like when Drummond's older and Drummond's you know near twenty eight, you know Ellison's only going to be like twenty four. So I, I still think Ellison definitely has time to gel and, and, and get there. So I, I think I'm, I'm I'm high on the Pistons, and I might be foolish. Yeah. For and just because I did a little bit of research for you, you Googled it. Morris's contract is up in 2019. He's so there you go. He's got he's that, got that's three years Henry to gel. Allison, yeah. He's got three years to gel. Uh, and the final team that we haven't talked about, real quick, Bucks. Team Wingspan. We right got Thon Maker, Ricky's favorite player in the NBA. Why don't you just talk about your love of Thon well, Maker? I was I was gonna say, should, do we need to go all uh, Donald Donald J Trump and uh, demand a birth certificate? <laughs> To no. prove that he's as old as he really is. Wait, which person? <laughs> the full person? Like, come on! Oh my God! Uh, we're not. We're not doing birth or conspiracy here. But uh, Jesus. he's not the president of the United States. We don't need that. Uh, and that's just ridiculous in general. But uh, the the thing that I, I do like, I, I do want to bring up is off Buck fans. You know the Bucks. The Bucks. I mean, I, I thought they were going to be at least competitive, but now Chris Milton. I think is. I think he's out for six months. After his injury, so mm-hmm. this is going to be huge here because Chris Middleton was one of our top shooting guards, and he's yeah. a guy that's super versatile. He won't be a star of a team, but he's super versatile. How much does this actually hurt them? I think that the like it's got it's going to hurt because he's going to be a key to that team right behind Giannis, obviously the top dog there. But 
with the Bucks overall, I just kind of like I have a weird feeling about them that they're going to have high expectations, but teams like the Wizards, Knicks, and Bulls just kind of end up above them. Mm-hmm. And then I, it's like, wow, the Bucks weren't really that good. But this year. do you think they can be competitive? Or like uh, in some games, do you think like they'll show flashes where they can the Bucks get can to give people fits because their wingspan? Just I hate to say it, <laughs> their team wingspan. It's, dude. it's just dropping another Embrace in it. the bucket. Uh, no, Giannis, we saw at the end of the season what he can do when he runs the offense. Uh, it's very, very smooth. I can't wait to see more of it. And I think Milton being out obviously hurts, but look, if you have Giannis running the point anyway, Mark Carter-Williams slides over, Delvadova slides over, whatever. Which would be got, good because Carter-Williams was our worst point guard. Exactly. You've He's got bad. You've got, other, <laughs> you've got guys to fill in. And then... I know he's limited playing time according to Real GM. Thank you, Real GM. But Brogdon, look, I, this dude can ball. I really want to see him out there with this team. I think he is an excellent fit and it was a great pickup. Completely so, agree. I, I, Weirdly enough. I know. I, it's it's the strangest thing. And they picked up B-Easy. Yeah, they uh, did. They picked up B-Easy, which was weird. I, I want to see what B-Easy <laughs> I weird, can do. I weirdly like this move because I think I'm a huge fan of his. But uh, the Bucks, they seem to have a backlog at power forward though yeah the bucks i don't want to say it but they're kind of getting to magic territory but the thing is that the magic <laughs> the magic kind of have some sort of resemblance where it's like all right we got be easy now we got thon maker now we got uh now we teletovic yeah now we got teletovic now we got jabari parker who can play power we forward got john henson let's just you got john henson we got uh greg monroe who can play power forward Plumlee. a little bit let's just like, take all these guys we got guys that's all we need we need guys 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 we got throw, guys throw bodies on the floor yeah that's basically what it is i, I think the bucks are a team where we have to wait and see. Would you guys agree or disagree? Yeah, no, I, I think they're they're doing a good job finding their true core. I think building around Giannis as the point is great. I think Milton, like you said, he's not that guy who's going to be the rock star of a franchise, but he is a fantastic contributor. I think he's mm. underrated because of that. And I think Jabari, dude can ball, but he's got some room to grow. I don't think anybody's going to argue with that. So, look, they've they've got young guys who... They've got time to find the answer because they're all under contract for quite a bit of time. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, everybody's super disappointed with Greg Monroe. So you got you get Thon Maker, versatile big, who has that shot, who's going to expand your offense, and who solid defensive contributor. You know when he doesn't fall out of uh, summer league games. And yeah, Thon Maker definitely has to work on a little bit of discipline, and I think that might be going with the with the coach a little bit. Ricky, are you are you sold on Jason Kidd? I'm not sold, and the reason being, I mean, you're not buying coming. Well, coming from Brooklyn, it was one of those things where it's like, yeah, they made the semifinals. Then he comes over to Milwaukee that first year, and it's like, boom, right away, third in the Central, makes the playoffs, lost to who, Dave? <sighs> The God. Bulls. Yeah, but they gave great... us a fucking fit. Yeah, was... Dude, <laughs> I, I was losing my shit left and right that, watching that was, the series. That was also the year that David Blatt is an idiot, called a timeout, didn't get called for. Okay, been he's not an idiot. Foul. He got, he got, he pulled a fast one on the guys, NBA. Guys, guys, come on. Are we coming back? Right are you, are you really back? Right like, oh, I could go, go back to Jake. But the thing is, you missed the playoffs after being third in the Central. Mm-hmm. You're fifth in the Central, missed the playoffs. I think Jake Kidd's got to make the playoffs this year. If not, I'd put him on the hot seat to get Five fired. Five teams this from the season. central in the playoffs. Is that what you're saying? No. 
You, you said three from the uh, NFC North, so you're not going to buy in the Central here? No, not, right. not having a chance on that Keeping one. a loaded Central? I, I think the Bucks missed the playoffs this year, and this offseason we're having the discussion of should Jason Kidd be fired. I think Chris Middleton is a, is a really serious injury for, for that team. I think they're going to struggle to fill his gap. Uh, and, and then finally, yeah. to wrap this up, uh, we, I think we got three for sure playoff teams in Detroit, Indiana, and Cleveland. We can all agree on that for one. For sure. Ricky, are you throwing the Bulls in there? I am throwing the Bulls Dave, in there. Dave, are you throwing the Bulls in there? I'm going to have a miss. I'm going to have a miss I as don't, well. I don't like it, but I'm going to miss. We agree, podcast. I want to see what they can do. Uh, Bucks, I don't think yeah. they're... Give me a month of time before I can actually tell you for sure. Bucks, I don't think are terrible. They just need to get there, and I want to see what they can do on the court. But yeah. let's move over because the Bucks are in our 21 through 30. We are jumping into our team rankings here, and we, t- we compiled the point guard rankings, the uh, shooting guard rankings, the small just forward say all rankings. The rankings. Yeah, all the rankings yeah. that we did. Combine, combine, combine them into a power ranking, and now we are going to give this to you in a three-part series. The first part series is going to be teams 21 through 30. You can check out the link in the description where we will have uh, the list of the teams. So let's get into it. Nets are the worst team. Any shocker here? Uh, absolutely shocked. I mean, with, with wonderful talent like Jeremy Lin and um, that other guy they've got. Brooke Lopez. I'm gonna yeah. say I'm gonna say yeah. this, Magic fans, you should be fucking thanking Frank Vogel because if it wasn't for him, you'd be last. Really? The Nets literally had the, like, ma- the, the second mag- worst coach. The Magic were last. Oh. We put in the coaching rankings, and then they jumped. To it's, it's so cute when my favorite teams are in this. In this, where we have the Kings and the Magic, okay. twenty three and twenty five. The, King, the Kings, though, I have to apologize. The King no, fans. Fuck them. No, 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 no. I do. Because, <laughs> well, I no, I, and I'm getting to it. When Your Sean, six man. When Sean wasn't here, me and Dave decided to throw a fast one at Sean, and we labeled your six man as Papa Giannis. Papa John. Sorry, he was the worst six man in the NBA. Well, yeah, because he was the worst pick in the NBA draft, and I mean, he just hasn't seen the so court. You, but so you guys might have gotten you into the top twenties. Let's put it that way. You earned it. So net, net's no shocker here. Pelicans. You have Anthony Davis, but n- nothing else. Literally nothing. Like nothing that, I think that's what we compiled. Do you, do you feel have. like surprised by the I mean, fact they that they Lance haven't Stevenson. been able to build around Anthony Davis? Well, he's he was also injured last year. No, but that that's even more the case. They should have had better picks to build around him. But as a franchise, they haven't really done a good job of it. They haven't done shit. They haven't done anything. They haven't brought just, in the right free agents. They've we'll, been letting the wrong people go. And that's the thing about these rankings overall that I kind of want. I kind of wanted to use an analogy to kind of set this up because as we're going to get into the other tiers, you're going to say, whoa, wait a second. How is this team so low when they've got this player, this player, this player, and this player? And here's the analogy I'm going to use. Sean, I'm going to ask you this question. It is a three-on-three game with, or a five-on-five, we'll say. Me, so you, basketball game. Dave, Perhaps. Mike Rankin, and Brandon Swanson are our five guys. Mark's your coach. And we're going yep. up against LeBron, Kobe, D. Wade, Carmelo, and Shaq. We win by seven. Dang. A score, a game to fifty. What's the score? I like of that the confidence. Game? I don't a know. Full court game, first one to fifty. Did wins. I black out? Where did this come from? What What's the score of that game? Fifty Those to nothing. Five. Exactly, because it doesn't matter how many people you have. It matters how much talent you have. Are we getting to the magic conversation? I'm going to take it one step further. Yeah. Take Shaq and Kobe away. It's us five against Melo, D-Wade, and LeBron. Now what's the score? 50 to nothing. Same thing. And that is why with some teams where it's like they're going to be low on this list, but they may be a playoff team because they have 
out of the guys who were high on our rankings. They may have one guy or two guys that are high on the rankings, but those guys are so talented, they can push this team to a playoff bid. And, and I, I, let's get into that then. So out of here, you got the Grizzlies, Bucks, Kings, Lakers, Magic, Hornets, Suns, 76ers, Pelicans, Nets. Any of these teams are playoff teams, yes or no? Are any of those the teams? The Grizzlies. The Grizzlies, you think, are playoff The teams? Grizzlies and maybe the Magic, depending on what Frank Vogel can do. I think the do. Hornets, too. I mean, the Hornets were a playoff team last year, and they didn't lose that much. I, mean, I know they lost Dale Jefferson, but they didn't point. get that worse. They and, also and lost. Lynn and Jalen. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Dave's like, whoa, whoa, wait a second. Well, that's the main thing the Nets had in the rankings <laughs> was Jalen. That's how they got there. I mean, come on. Think about that, man. No, I hate the Grizzlies, so I, I don't think they're going to be <laughs> a playoff team this year. Dave the Grizzlies, basically. That's I mean, what you're saying. I did not take the Grizzlies. I ranked them barely. <laughs> Look. I, I was very high on some of their players, mm-hmm. but uh, on, like Mike Conley, whatever he was man. their highest ranked player at ninth overall. Whatever, man. Uh, no, I, I don't think that any of these teams make the playoffs. Weird, enough. really? Just honesty, I don't. You don't think hmm. you don't think the Hornets have a shot? I think they have a shot. I just don't well, think what team has do the it. best chance? Let's put it that way. What team out of the, the Grizzlies out of your mind has the best chance? Probably, the Grizzlies. I mean, you gotta say. No, I, I'm not saying the Grizzlies because I think the West is better than the East. So I'm going with one of the teams in the East. You're so going to say the Magic, aren't probably you? Probably the Magic. Yeah. Over the Bucks. Yes. Okay. Why not? Okay. Hey, Ma- again, Magic fans, what, I, I'm going to throw this out here. Maybe the okay. Hornets. I don't know. I, I think I the know. Hornets are going to be uh, the Hornets are going to be it because that's it has to be the Hornets. I, I, the Hornets I was a believer in there. Oh. You got Kemba. What? I, I was going to remember MKG. MKG's there. No, I forgot. I, I've got my hype about him. Though. You got Kemba. You got. Uh, other players? No, I'm kidding. Uh, but you have Steve Clifford, who's a, g- a good head coach, and, and he made all this work. He made Marvin Williams work. He made Kemba Walker work. He made MKG work when he was healthy. If they can put all of it together, I think they're definitely a playoff team. And if we're looking at all of it, they're, they're definitely going to be the playoff team from, from, from this because I don't think the Lakers get in year one, even though I do think they're they're very promising. If we look at the 76ers here, you know, 76ers lost Ben Simmons, so and, right, and, and they're yeah. also well, the 76ers. Six to eight weeks, you know, so he'll miss a little bit of time. And they're also the 76ers. Uh, you I you don't believe in the four center uh, strategy? No, I don't. It's I, a shame. I, not even for the Magic. Uh, I wow. think I think the Grizzlies, the Hornets, and the Magic have the best shot. If I'm gonna have to pick one gun to my head, it's Hornets. Yeah, I, I think Kemba has star power, and uh, Batum is a great two. Uh, Batum, Batum. I always get his name like pronunciation. I'm terrible. With, mm-hmm. Sorry, so soon. It's Batum. It's Batum. So look, he's a good two. The Benelli, uh, Bellinelli pickup pissed me off. To no end. Like I thought that was probably one of the stupidest moves I think I've ever seen. Like it was awful. I, I Malachi just, Richardson from America Bellinelli was terrible. It makes no fucking sense. Kill yourselves, Hornets. Uh, MKG, wow, you wow. know my hype. <laughs> Fuck, Dave. Wow, indeed. I'm a little, a little high strung day. I got like one hour to sleep, so no, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just little, throwing little, down here. Have a little salt at lunch. There? <laughs> Maybe I did. Maybe I did. But no, I, I got the hype for MKG. Kemba's a superstar in the making. The problem really lies in their four five, and Zeller isn't going to do it for you. They've got Spencer Hawes who Frank can the tank stretch also's it. Got to step up. Frank's got to step up. That that's it's that easy. So let's let's let, let's finish this here. Most promising team out of this is it the Lakers or is it the 76ers? Basically, is it Brandon Ingram or is it Ben Simmons? The discussion we've been having. I'm going to say I'm going to say the Lakers because of neither of those guys because of Luke Walton. That's going to be your choice. Ricky Widmer's top five head coach. Top ten. Top ten? I thought he was your fifth. I'll have to double check if he's in my five. I yeah. forgot. Moronic. Moronic. Yeah, he was a good He was still twenties. That's that's how bad. That's yes, how... He, he was four. Four, he was four. Are you are you kidding me? No, he was four. I didn't get a chance to yell at you because I, I wasn't here. I know. You put Luke Walton at four? Yeah. Because he won twenty four games with the best team in the in the league? He still coached phenomenally. He some would say he coached better than Steve Kerr. 
who was who? our number one coach. Who? This kid right here would. What did you Ricky see Will. that was different from Luke Walton and Steve Kirk? Uh, that look, Steph took less look shots? At, what? Look at the chemistry of that team while they were playing. I think that he's going to come in. You don't think in. they just got tired because they played 82 games and it wasn't the start of the season? What are we talk? I'm saying he did a good job because he got the team to produce. But and who's the team? Yes, it's the Warriors. The number one team yes, in got, our rankings. He's got the best, Spoilers. He's got the best player in the league on his team. The top shooting guard in the league. The best on that like team. seven players in the league, according to our rankings. I still think he did a phenomenal job. I but think you don't right think now, you're overhyping him at four? Well, it's everyone I have lower. It's like Coach Coach Spolstra is one of those where it's like the one thing I did not take into consideration. So was, disrespectful. I'm not going to go back five years and just because you won a title in 2011 doesn't mean well, he lost to Carlisle then. Okay, 2012 when he won. Okay. It's you're you don't even have that same team now and right now we're expecting the Heat to take that dip. Okay, so you're talking about teams. Luke Walton has the Lakers. I still think I think he's going to produce with the Lakers, but they're not going to go playoff. What's produced? 25 wins? Uh That's see, a pretty big jump from last year. That well, is. We, we talked we talked, team. we talked about this last year. Luke Walton's in quite a predicament. He can't be too good. Because if he's too good, they lose their pick. They shouldn't have got rid so of the tank commander. He's got to stay top three. Okay, so if he's a top three worst in the uh, 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 one of the three worst teams in the league, that's a successful year for you. You think he's it, going to produce? I, I, it's a tricky. You got, you got him. I got well, him. No, I got him in a, a corner. Tri- How in is a it tricky the situation? Coach, they're in a tricky situation. So just because saying that, oh, he has to be one of the three worst teams, that's not on him. That's on the fucking organization that but, made the but goddamn trade. But you're telling trade. him he has to tank. In order for them to keep, but he the has pick. to produce. But he has to produce. It's a tricky situation. I think Luke Walton can get it done. But be the third worst. <laughs> Luke Walton team is in going to defy the laws of physics, <laughs> logic, and make reason. Any sense, Ricky? Come on, think, buddy. Well, it's okay. Brad Stevens. <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like he's a good coach, but I didn't want to crown him yet. Carlisle was Why? one of those because things. He, because he took a team based based on scraps one without of those a star. Coaches were um. I'm Mate. like, you know what? You're Stevens, a good. You're a top ten head coach, but I wasn't gonna put you ahead of uh, hey, Walton. Steven and Carlisle took teams from scraps and made them playoff teams. And I was, Carlisle won a little. Ring. In my rankings, I was higher on the rookie head coaches from last year. Walton and Donovan both were in my top five. Yeah, I touched which on makes this. no sense. Ricky's all about the hype, not about what you've done for me in your career. It's what you've done lately. Well, for these for these rankings, we're lately. looking in for this team. So, like, Spolstra is my biggest kind of example of this. The team that you won that championship with, you don't have those same players. So why would I even look at that no, team? No, but look what he did last year with the players he had. He had four guys who'd never played. He put Luol Deng a power forward, and, and they were competitive in the playoffs. I'm looking at this Heat team that's going to fall off. He's not going to have D-Wade this year. and let, like, he's not But gonna they be, might be a playoff team because of the way they're coached. Man, they're not going to be a playoff team. But they might be. They'll be competitive. But they're not going to. They'll be competitive because of the team, the but guy I'm that's coaching you, they're them. not going to. Okay, I said competitive. Maybe you should listen. Maybe you should, no, you maybe said, should turn these up a little playoff bit. Playoff team. Playoff team. No, no. Team. Okay, no, and remember, then I what's a successful season? What's a successful season, Ricky? That, that's what it's all about. Team. Bottom three team. Uh, no, well, look, for the Lakers, not to, for the Heat. Let's get back. To answer yeah. your question, Sean, is, is, uh, some of us like to keep professional <laughs> around here. Uh, I'm I'm super excited to see the Lakers, but I'd love to see the 76ers even more. Because I'm on the Embiid hype train. Yes, you are. I want to see this monster come out. Remember, Dave, don't call people. him generational. He could before be before we see him play. He could be. We had a I comment. Didn't say he we is. had a commenter say that. Like, don't, don't don't call him generational, Dave. And I didn't. If you listen to the words coming out of my mouth, commenters, I said he could be. 
He has the he has everything you need to be a generational talent. Size. Uh he has size, he has the athleticism, he has speed, and he has a shot. And can he stay healthy? That's the that, question. Gonna bring up. Don't this care. It's a Sam Bradford. <laughs> Greg question. Odin also had. No, it's don't you Sam don't Bradford you Sam Bradford me? I'm just saying it's a Sam don't Bradford. Sam question. Bradford can he stay healthy? Sam hey. Bradford could not be a giant. It could also be Sam Bradford because Sam Bradford was also on a shit team in the Rams, oh and God. now that he's on a good I'll team, be, he's performing, Dave. I'll be completely... He's not a generational talent. I'll be I didn't say generational. You did. I'll be completely honest Kill here. Me. I will be completely honest here. I think that the two most exciting teams out of this year will be from this bottom. The will be the yeah. bottom of here. No, it's going to be the Lakers and 76ers, because I want to see what Simmons can do when he's healthy. Oh, I want to yeah. see what can, Embiid can do. I want to see what Luke Walton can do. The two worst teams that I hate the most are also in this here, in the Kings and the Magic. Papa so there you Giannis, go. rookie of the year, right? Yep. I think, Sean's going to say rookie of the year, Papa uh, Giannis. I totally oh, agree with you. I think the bottom and top teams in the NBA are the most polarizing teams. Like I'm super, super invested in the Suns team. I can't wait to see what comes out of their backcourt. They've got so many good options. They've got so many young players to develop still. Meanwhile, we've got the Magic with 10 starters. Like, what are they going to do? What is Frank Vogel going to find? Who's he going to pair up? Who's he going to ship out? What is going to be their starting five? And how many games are they going to win? I don't know, but I'm going to love to watch it. This is what I This is what I want to end this on. Out of the 10 teams we have here, because I did, I did my math correctly after Ricky corrected me, um, which I team, know it's I know it's hard, Sean. Which team is most screwed? Is it a team like the Grizzlies that have a lot of players but don't have a lot of uh, of youth here? Is it a team like the Kings that might be trading their best t- player away? Is it the Nets because they're in the Nets? It's like, the Nets. <laughs> it's the Nets because they have a like. And I'm not saying this to throw hate at you, Nets, but you have a shit coach, you have a shit front office that made terrible trades that put you in this situation. You have Brook Lopez, who eventually you're going to have to trade because. He's going to walk at the end of his contract whenever that is. I don't care when it is. You're going to have to trade him eventually. That's my point. Yep. Jeremy Lin's going to be fun to watch. That's about all you got. You have the hope for healthy Levert. That boy can play yeah. if he's healthy. And again, there's a reason he fell so far. Karis, not Chris. We don't want to be like ranking over here. Correct. Right? <laughs> I did not say it. That's why I'm saying it. Uh, and my boy Bogdanovich over here. Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich or Boban? Because apparently you get those two mixed Boban's up. Boban's on Detroit. <laughs> Boban's on Detroit. The ears are in Detroit. Dumbo, Detroit. Well, there, is That's it Bojan you... or Bodon? Which one? There's Boban, there's Bodon, and there's Bojan. Oh, my God. I hate you. Because there's one on the Nets, all. there's one on the Kings, and there's one on the, on the Pistons. And, Fair enough. And, and ears is on the Pistons. Bodan is the ears. Bodan yeah. is no, the bo- ears. Boban is Boban the ears. Boban is the ears. Yeah. This is the three students here <laughs> on uh, Fast Break Podcast. Who's on first? What? Huh? What's that second? <laughs> exactly. But yeah, no, uh, Levert, and uh, I, I think that that's pretty much their whole hope is like, hey, we made a move, got us back in the first. I think Brooke Lopez might be the next sacrificial lamb to go for another draft pick mm-hmm. to get them a top talent. And yeah, really, it's just it's a slow rebuilding process for them. Meanwhile, you, you mentioned a team like the Grizzlies who... They're an aging team, and they really, really could use... I think they still use... make the playoffs. Ah, I hate you guys. It's, hey, I didn't say they're making the playoffs. No, I don't yeah, know. I don't, we don't I have our final predictions yet. It's, it's Chandler Parsons is going to come, and he's going to fill a decent role. But at the end of the day, they're just not an exciting team to me. The only hope is that like Deontay Davis turns into a beast because he's angry that he fell so far. Mm-hmm. far. Wade Baldwin, we all know what he can be. I think he is like the heir apparent to Mike Conley, but that's years away. They just signed Conley to that big contract. Yeah. So he's got time to develop. I just don't see this team really going to take advantage of the time they have left with stars. And and real close, I do want to say, like from teams about, well, I want to say that's about team 17 to 
to 21. It's really close. It's not like these teams are really far apart here. So the Grizzlies mm-hmm. that are at 21, they could be at 17 with like a couple numbers flipped. So, I mean, this is very close. And if you do disagree with us, obviously there's going to be some disagreement here. Tell us in the comments down below. We do want to hear some feedback. Find us on Twitter. You can find that in the description here. Any final thoughts before we completely wrap this up, guys? Well, and my last thought that I want to say, it goes back yeah, to that analogy I made. When you think of these rankings, when you're looking at it, it's not about how many good players these teams have. It's all about the how good the specific how talent great. is. It, yeah, it's how not, great. It, it's, you could have 10 good players. Magic. The magic. Or you could have two great Guys, players. Guys, that's my joke. Come on. And Rick, Ricky is the analogizer here for us on uh, the fast break. Well, and that's what it is. It's like you look at teams like, I'm just going to throw it out there, the Cavs. They're one yeah. of them. In our rankings, they had LeBron. They had Kyrie. And I guess they had Kate Love. I guess you can throw him in there, too. Come on, don't throw Kate Love. They had Coach LeBron. I forgot about that. But they might have had only three guys, and they, I'm going to say, they might be lower uh, than you expect them to be. That's the tease. But then there's a team with, like, four great players, and you're like, what? how the fuck are they above them? Guess what? You guys are going to, two weeks, you guys are going to say that. Mark my words, you're going to say that. And some of it comes down to the players not having the right pieces around them, and or the they're having limited success up to this point. Or they're really young. Or they're young, and they haven't proven anything yet. Yeah. And that team with four players that we had ranked Oh, uh, it's, it's a shocker. High, they're not going to make the playoffs. I, dis- I, I kind of disagree with our own rankings. Too. So there's there's definitely a lot to, to, to uh, talk about. Well, so definitely find us on Twitter. It's fun how they match up when you're not th- – like, yeah. we didn't even think about how the teams are going to go. We just ranked the positions, and yep. this is where they fell. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it is very strange. So tell us if you disagree, whether that is in the comments or on Twitter. I'm at Schwarbo. Ricky's at, at Ricky Widmer, and Dave is at Dave underscore don't underscore tweet but that's gonna wrap up this episode of the fast break it's so good to be back and so good to be back with you guys even though i hate what's up what's up nation i'm so happy you're back sean i love you guys i love shout, you guys so shout, shout out to my commander in chief for ben holding down the fort for wp you ruined the nice moment I, I'm, I'm trying to spread some love here well i gotta Extend give, ben, gotta give ben some love whatever man we're gonna hold whatever. our elections in four more years for the commander of chiefer of uh wpn join us next week as we talk about the warrior division uh, aka the pacific division so we're gonna and talk we're, the warriors yes and we're also gonna be and talking Luke Walton. we're also going to be talking about uh, the teams 11 through 20 on our rankings. We're definitely excited to be talking about that. But again, if you do disagree with our rankings, which we know you will, tell us in the comments down below or find us on Twitter. But we're super excited. Thank you if you're listening on Blog Talk Radio. And don't forget to check out patreon.com slash podcast. But for Dave Oster, for Ricky Woodrow, I'm Sean Anderson, and we will see you next week. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.